to the best podcast. My name is Morgan. I'm Lispage on the internet. Yeah, I'm Samuel. I go by Moon. Uh, my name is Kenny. I go by Kenny Catchum. My name is Vanessa. I go by Queen Wavy. So this is the inaugural episode of this new Eternal podcast that will last forever. Uh, so how are y'all feeling about that? The start of this brand new tradition. I'm feeling like I woke up from a nap like 20 minutes ago. I've got like the last one episode. Let's see. Let's go. Let's get this, let's get this yeah, going. I, I'm yeah. excited. It's only an hour, Vanessa. I feel like you can last. <laughs> I have faith in you. I'm stressed. <laughs> a lot can happen in an hour. That's true, as evidenced by most lecture courses on Brown's campus. Uh, how are y'all settling in after the quote-unquote break man it is it is a weird time it is weird to like first of all it is weird to be back but second of all it's weird that we are back like it doesn't feel like it quite yet mm -hmm. um i took some summer courses and like i'm getting similar vibes but just like more of them and what in the world man like yeah it, it is it is a it's a evil world we live in strange world we live in <laughs> Yeah, I just want to say that my, I don't know about your professors, but I really feel like my professors were like, this is a normal semester. And so y'all are just going to do the work. It doesn't matter if you're living in a prison cell in grad center. You are going to find the motivation out of your sweatpants to do this work, no matter what happens. So that's kind of the vibe I've been getting. But I recently found a second wind of motivation and just like will to live. So I'm really excited now. Um, so that's, that's what it's like for me coming from break. I feel like lots of my professors have no clue what they're doing because they did not teach during the spring when all of this started. So like, this is their first time on Zoom. Like I'm, I'm TAing a class and the professor was like, all right, so I'm going to teach y'all how to make a breakout room. And then he messed up and I was like, bro, this isn't good, man. <laughs> You're in charge. <laughs> oh my God. I like, I have such compassion for all my incredibly technically challenged professors who are doing Zoom for the first time. And you can tell because these poor people are trying to cast a PowerPoint and it's just not <laughs> working. Yeah, but cheers to education, no matter what, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we're like the damn postal yeah. service, rain, sleet, snow, hail, Zoom. We're here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about our majors. Um, I am a uh, game dev and creative writing major. I'm a stat major over here, um, and I don't know why I'm doing that to myself, but I am. That sounds like torture, yeah. <laughs> I have three math courses this semester, and I'm taking Orgo 2. <laughs> why are you taking Orgo 2? Are you pre-med? Uh, yeah, I'm also pre-med. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so there's like a statistically strong likelihood that you're a pre-med. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you could say that. <laughs> uh, I am a bio major. Um, Non-pre-med. <laughs> um, sorry, I was just trying to get chat up because, you know, we have so many fans that I just want to keep up with all of them. Um, but I am a business major, Pogger, wow. yeah, um, I am the profit man of this group. Um, I am also focusing my business major on disability rights and justice, so that is a redeeming quality of my work. <laughs> so, 
business majors have to have a redeeming quality or we won't let them on the podcast. That's a rule I'm setting up right now. We all get one veto and mine is every other business major. Oh, wow. Thank you. I appreciate the support. Oh, God. Uh, we're, we're all um, mega big epic gamers. How about y'all? Tell me about your epic gaming experience. Uh, yeah. For my part, I'm one of the co-captains of the Smash Ultimate team at Brown. Um, so I do a lot of that uh, competitively. And then, like, I also stream other stuff. Like, I, I played a lot of Pokemon as a kid. I, and I'm still doing some of that. I do a lot of roguelikes. I've been playing a lot of, like, Spelunky, Into the Breach, that kind of thing lately. And huge fan of Hollow Knight. That's one of my all-timers. Okay, but FTL or Into the Breach, what are your thoughts? Whew! Uh... <laughs> I actually have only played about 30 minutes of FTL. That's uh, time. I know, but <laughs> my computer couldn't handle it like the first time I played it. And then like the second time that I played it, uh, I didn't get it. And I died like several times in like the span of 10 minutes. Um, meanwhile, Into the Breach was like, yo, this is Fire Emblem, but with like mechs. And that's cool. Um, so... I definitely, like, uh, grasped the concept of Into the Breach a lot faster. I don't know what those games are. <laughs> I've never heard of those games. Like, very cool. Awesome. Yeah. I like Kirby. Like, y'all want to talk about Nick that? Kennedy, that's my one line. That's my one oh, no. thing. Ken and I just button heads all day today. Just by I'm the way. sorry. Kirby's, like, one of the greatest game characters of all time. True. And G Hours says, I just started into the breach and I can only succeed as the rusting hulks. Oh my gosh. There are like s the different teams. Like I I want to try like a custom team comp for one of those. Like I it's so all the different like ways that you gotta play, like it's such a big mindset shift and it's big fan, big fan, big fan. <laughs> uh, hmm. That's my gaming experience. Uh I'm the uh, retired Fortnite team captain. For, uh. <laughs> don't want to. I don't want to talk about that saga though. But uh, I, I am back into Fortnite because I want to earn money. So I've been trying to train so I can compete in tournaments. Because uh, I hate the game, but money's cool. Uh, but uh, I mostly play like a lot of console games and like story stuff. And uh, I do a lot of Pokemon and like a lot of Nintendo games as well. So bunch of variety. I'm not a super competitive guy. It's up like Fortnite, and I used to do a lot of Overwatch. So yeah. Okay. Aren't we starting an Overwatch team? I have had some heard some buzz about that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Vanessa. You're about to talk. No, but, like, please, please. We have we're about to have an Overwatch team, right? Yeah. Like Loki, I wouldn't mind doing it. It like being on an Overwatch team, but I assume it would be PC, and I do console, and like console and pc overwatch don't really mix but all the players or i mean all the characters i made are like characters i feel like you don't need a mouse and keyboard you can survive with a controller like i play diva and lucio you know i there's no aim in that <laughs> just hope but, yeah just hope so maybe one day maybe i'll i'll go back to the overwatch scene um i actually was just gonna segue when kenny was talking about um Fortnite because my role in gaming with Brown Sports has really been an interesting collection of roles. I was the woman 
women's and gaming representative and we had a fortnight women's fortnight <laughs> night that was a lot of fun a lot of fun that was a lot of fun <laughs> it was really wild we were like betting on people it was like screaming and andrew andrew's comments um and uh we did a lot of other events and then i moved into the social media director role where i just kind of like we would go to conventions and i would kind of just post stuff and then we would try to like be the best Minecraft server against all the other yeah. universities, which was like a super serious event. Um, <laughs> was like, so like our president was like, would, would be DMing me being like, you better get those Instagram posts up about like all of our Minecraft buildings or else. And I was like, bet, you know, like that's my job. Um, I actually came out to Brownie Sports mostly when I, I was uh, walking past on the green and they were playing uh, Melee. And I was like, it was all dudes. And that's actually how I got, I got into this was I was like annoyed by that. And so I was like, I'm gonna go play because I think you're really annoyed by the fact that there's only dudes right here. Um, and so then I started playing a lot with Melee and then Ultimate and uh, I've been known for my Kirby obsession, but then switched to Mr. Game & Watch and garnered a lot of hatred for that. So I'm really loved in the community. Um, and that's kind of my role in all that. Uh, and I'm the content creation head, which means I do streams and YouTube videos and stuff. And also, Kenny. Kenny just put together a wonderful application form. So if you are a Brown student and have some amazing content you'd like to have showcased on our YouTube channel, we should have that up pretty soon. So if you want to do that, check it out. Beth Evans, 5300, thank you so much for that sub. We appreciate it. Welcome to the Brun... What do we call... Our our podcast fans, <laughs> gang. We gotta we gotta get that ironed out quick. Uh, like we're running a little low on time, but what are we gonna call them? That's a good question. Mm, best booze. Best booze. <laughs> I'm sure there's a name for it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, like podlings, maybe. Wait, Pod did I say best pods before? Did I hear that? I don't know. That's uh, is that good? Best pods. <laughs> Best play on words with pods at <laughs> I guess. Uh, so oh. We've got a lot of movers in chat. Um, <laughs> we can't do the besties. That's already a gaming podcast. Yeah. We'll think about it. Um, so we're gonna... It'll come to us. <laughs> It'll come like a thief we'll in the night. Chat, Absolutely. what do y'all want to... What should we call? Tell us what you think in chat. Yeah, this is the oh, yeah. Uh, Angie Hours says, does Valorant have teams and stuff like that yet? Yeah, no, it's a pretty young game, but it definitely has the potential for competitive play. I don't, there's not a team like currently, um, but I'm sure like if there's more interest expressed in the Discord, like there, you know, we'll definitely consider it. So, uh, yeah, if you want to see it, let your I, voice be heard. I do it. Uh. I'd probably make us lose, but I do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, that was the perfect segue into your topic. <laughs> that was the per and you just let it die. Come on, man. Oh man. <laughs> um. Jeez. I don't know. I, I don't think I see the 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 connection there exactly. You'll have to you'll have to. Uh, wait. No, I think me, that like, was a segue into my topic. Damn. Uh, I got the topics mixed I was up. Like, wait okay. a minute. Isn't that my topic? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm playing four D chess. Stand up with your right, Kenny. Stand up. <laughs> I was like, wait you were looking at the timeline where it was my topic. I understand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, do we do we want to talk about esports? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess the thing I wanted to talk about, and I guess Valorant, yeah, Valorant ties in with it. But I want I want to get y'all's like opinion. Like, what what do y'all think 
Like, when do you think a game goes from being, like, a casual, fun game to, like, a competitive game slash eSport? When does it go from being a casual, fun game to a competitive game slash eSport? That's yeah. interesting. Prize on the line, in my opinion. Okay, I actually have an interesting point oh, about okay. this. Oh, because... okay, damn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Um, recently, TSM signed a chess grandmaster. Yeah, I was going to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I'm glad I that that's not, I'm not the only one. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. What, what's been going on with chess lately? Like, it, I... it's been... I think it's an eSport. I think chess is an eSport now. <laughs> it, okay. And that's crazy to say. So, like, so chess is weird. Because I started to get into chess this summer because it blew up on Twitch. Because, like, obviously everything became online. So, um, I think, like, the best American chess player, his name is Akaru. And he started, like, streaming a lot more. And it blew up chess. And then he streams with a really big Twitch person named XQC. And then it blew up even more. And then they had, like, this really big, like, chess tournament called Pod Champs, which was, like, there's a lot of money on the line. It was just for Twitch streamers. So, like, chess kept blowing up. And then, like, two weeks ago, TSM is just like, all right, so we're going to sign, the like, the best chess player because, you know, who's going to stop us? And now, and then Hakaru's like, so, yeah, chess is an eSport now. So, like, what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> How did, like, the world's, like, ancient board game become an eSport? <laughs> I mean, chess has always been waiting for its big break. Like, we were always waiting for chess to blow up, you know? <laughs> gotta get out of the shadows. Yeah, like, part of me is also, like, oh, for TV eSports, there used to be, like, a coolness factor. But I was, like, when was eSports ever cool? Like, when were people, like, us or, like, other people in the club ever deemed, like, the cool cat at our school? And I would have to argue that I am um, wrong about that factor so yeah i think my perspective coming from playing smash competitively is that it's it's really not the design of the game that's going to make it like an esport or not because like smash is not designed initially to be a competitive game it was designed to be a party game and like mm -hmm. the reason that it's an esport the reason that it is a competitive game is people like put in all these restrictions put in all these rules but ultimately like they made it into their own competitive game so i think like if you want to see it become competitive you can make it become competitive like we got uh fall guys on one end of things which i think definitely could become an esport even though it doesn't have that structure at all based on its own design um yeah. i think like there has to be community interest for there to like more than anything else i think there needs to be community interest for something to become like an esport or like an electronic sport, whatever that uh, ends up being defined as. I mean, I just think about like, remember when Overwatch wasn't a big thing and then Blizzard just spent like $5 million building an esports scene for it? Like Overwatch yeah. wouldn't have an esports scene unless Blizzard was like, you're gonna play our game as an esport and you're going to like it. <laughs> and then people did. Like, it's yeah it's weird like when i was thinking about this i was like i feel like lots of games especially now almost every big esport starts off as like a free game and then it like blows up from like a casual thing to like competitive but overwatch is like the only game that's like an esport where it costs 60 dollars to play and then like the second it came out blizzard was like all right we're gonna become the nfl of gaming and just make this whole thing out of it 
and it's just like they took a different approach but it worked which is like weird misogyny thing. yeah <laughs> but yeah i i totally see what you're saying i think the if you look at fortnite for example like just being something that's accessible to a lot of people raises that initial profile of the game and then you end up seeing people interested in saying like who is the best at this right who is the how do i prove that i'm better than everybody else at this thing um and i i'm sure like Yes, there's so many different esports that there's a lot of different paths to becoming like an esport, but I think that is like one of the more common ones and definitely the most common that we've seen among the big ones lately, you know? The accessibility is a major factor because I think public consciousness is so important in, in that development process. No, that way like, I agree. I think that's right. Like if yeah, you know, like if a lot of people are able to actually play the game, then the community grows more. Then I feel like you can act like something big can actually grow out of it. I think, yeah, community is definitely like the biggest thing. So, like, do you think, do y'all think, like, yeah, so, so Sam said it earlier, but do you think, like, something like Fall Guys or even, even like Minecraft, could things like that become an esport? Because, <laughs> like, lots of times on, like, Twitch, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Like, yeah, it's a really weird question, but, like, like right now twitch they'll have like tournaments like twitch rivals tournaments and they'll have games like minecraft and fall guys and like it's like a large enough community you're competing for a super big prize pool but i don't like i it's just there there's such weird games to be called an esport you know angie Ari says i feel like Jax is gonna get an esport team next either that or hopscotch I, I totally agree. There. I can't no, wait but, for uh, VR hopscotch. I'm really hyped for that release. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna smoke kids on the hopscotch <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I think there's so many different ways that games can become competitive too. Because if you think about, you know, what is Super Mario 64 like? What is, um, what is Minecraft like? I think like the way that that's become a high level gaming thing is through speed runs like the speed run side of things uh and minecraft has been out long enough it's been accessible long enough to where i feel like if that was going to become like a competitive sort of thing then it kind of would have already uh mm -hmm. especially after the more recent like popular resurgence of it so I, I i don't know what uh distinguishes those two paths for uh individual games what do you guys think i mean vanessa probably knows more about this than i do but i like I think I think it's really a business decision. Like it's so closely linked to like actual like ESPN sports. Like this is it has to be interesting uh, to watch and easy to follow, and it also has to be kind of like intense. You know, mm -hmm. like there's got to be a lot of valorization of the outcome. <laughs> yeah, like for Fortnite, even though it's a brightly colored like cutesy game, you're still shooting each other with guns, and so like yeah. it's making a ton of money because it's like quote-unquote hardcore and it can be marketed well project b dev team's making some good points in chat mm, games, games with a large casual following but relatively deep meta can be good esports because even mid to high level players can show off really cool things like smash players can get uh casual smash players can get hype over crazy com combos even if they don't fully understand the tech yeah, yeah i think from a spectator perspective, is this something that people are going to be able to understand or be entertained by in a in a meaningful way? I mean, that's why like old esports didn't work that well because mm -hmm. who understand? Look at StarCraft. 
Open up a video of StarCraft <laughs> and tell me what's happening right now. You can't. Oh my gosh. Also, like, this is such a tangent, but I'm going to say it anyway and we can return. I was, like, on TikTok the other day, as I always am, and there was, like, this girl who apparently won this, like, Fortnite championship for, like, $1 million, and it was just, like, the whole shock factor of the TikTok was that she was a girl, and I thought that was, like, so interesting. And, like, <laughs> it's, like, now the minorities are, like, breaking in, and it's, like, it's a whole new world where, like, girls can win. <laughs> so I thought that was uh, interesting, too, where it's, like, what does old esports versus new esports mean? Because we kind of just define, we just kind of haphazardly define these terms <laughs> as a, as a thing that, um, I mean, it's been such a short time. Like, Brownie Sports is 2016. So, like, you know, like, what does that mean in the scope of our club, but also, like, in the scope of, of larger conversations? Right. I, I think uh, we don't have, like, gendered teams, but it's wild that, like, most Overwatch teams are still, like, sorted by gender. Like, that's just bizarre. Yeah. She's like softball. <laughs> she looks like softball, really. <laughs> Overwatch is the softball of esports. Let's just call it that. Yeah, that's such a big downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we went off. We started off talking and calling it the NFL of esports, and now it's the softball of esports. No, they wanted to be the NFL. They never were. Ah, gotcha. They tried yeah, yeah, their yeah. best, but they failed. Ah, truly. Oh, God. All right. Well, I think it's time to move on to our next story. Who's up? Yeah, I can go. Uh, so I wanted to talk about this recent collection of 3D Mario games that Nintendo announced uh, in honor of Mario's 35th anniversary, guys. He's 35 years old. It finally happened. Uh, yeah, so they they recently had like a sort of mini direct related to Mario things. And they're like, hey, we're, oh, yo, now we got like these little Game & Watch things that are the original Mario game. Hey, remember Lego Mario? What if there was more of that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the two big announcements were uh, that they were going to be remastering the Wii U game Super Mario 3D World for the Switch, uh, adding on a little bit more content and adding online multiplayer, uh, which I think is going to be interesting. Uh, people had, you know, mixed reactions to that, but I think that's relatively inoffensive. And then the big announcement is this collection of 3D Mario games. So you got Super Mario 64, you got Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, so Super Mario 64 being for the Nintendo 64, Sunshine being for the GameCube, and then Super Mario Galaxy for the Nintendo Wii. So they're packaging those three games into a Switch game uh, with updated graphics, probably some bug fixes, and that's pretty much it. And they're shelling it out for 60 bucks. It's going to be a limited time release, only available till next March. And while some people were like, wow, it's really cool that we got... Super Mario 64 for the Nintendo Switch now. Wow, we got we got Sunshine. They remember Sunshine, all of that. I think people were largely upset about the price point and the limited release. What do you guys think? Uh, how much is it? 60 bucks. Sorry so if I forgot for, to mention that. For all three games? For all three of those, yeah. So I think one of the points that is important here is that two of these games are... Um, very old generations of consoles and then the other one is from like ps3 xbox 360 era um so like the 64 game while it was really revolutionary for its time didn't really have that much content speedrunners it takes less than two hours for them to get all of the stars in the game and like even a casual playthrough will take like five to six hours maybe um 
to just like get through the game if if you're familiar enough with the mechanics uh super mario sunshine similar story i think that 100 speed run is more in the ballpark of like two and a half hours three hours something like that um so it's just there's just not as much content in those first two games as you might expect from like 20 dollar games even today you know uh recently like if you if you compare this to other remasters that um that other companies are releasing so call of duty modern warfare uh what's it yeah call of duty modern warfare that remaster is coming out for this uh, generation of consoles and that was like ps3 xbox 360 era and that's gonna be 20 dollars. it was easily like 50 to 60 bucks in its own time that's 20 bucks now and like i would say that that individually has more content than super mario 64 just super mario sunshine that kind of thing so i think people are uh, a little bit like you know miffed about sort of how they're marking up these price points making like this this scarcity the inability for like any sort of uh backwards compatibility in in nintendo's library and then they come out with this and you're like all right you want to play these old games that you guys really really like well you can but it's going to be at full price for all three of these I mean, that's Nintendo's whole thing, right? It's like the Nintendo seal. Like, the games never go on sale. So essentially, it's like they're just pricing each of these games at 20 bucks. Exactly, yeah. I mean, so a lot of the time, their games on the consoles that they're on, later into the console's life cycle, they, it's going to end up being marked down at some point. So they did this a lot with the Wii. They did this a lot with the Wii U. So two or three years into the life cycle, they do like a nintendo select or something like that of the games that are already on the console uh which is basically a re-release of it but just with like a red seal and it's like half the price maybe 20 bucks something like that so like a lot of these games even then they're like all right this is worth 20 bucks for the new generation of consoles and let, let alone you know uh super mario galaxy which is like what 10 years old now 12 years old something like that should have made it 35 bucks would really fit in with the rest of the marketing. Could put like thirty-five. It's a dollar. That's such a good idea. That's a smart like... idea. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. This major um, brain empty. Yes. Uh-huh. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa, Vanessa, how would you celebrate Mario's thirty-fifth birthday? You've been in charge of saying. Here's my good friend Mario. Y'all gotta love him again. He's back. What are you gonna do for him? I would say, so I just watched Detective Pikachu really late. And so I would say just like really random, really intense crossover, a new game where he is merged with Pikachu. And <laughs> Wait. I don't know if this is a spoiler to the movie. I'm so sorry if you haven't watched it. But Mario is either Pikachu or another Pokemon. And it gets like fans from all over to come together and celebrate. And it's a movie. It's a movie. It would be a movie. That would be in the my... most recent Mario 3D <laughs> game, Super Mario Odyssey. He takes over things with his hat. So maybe he took over Pikachu with his hat, but couldn't get it off of him. Oh, so, <laughs> There's so I many was... possibilities. I think a movie, honestly, sorry to cut you off, Kenny. I just think this point is so hard. <laughs> I'm so lost right now. I don't, I don't know why, but, like, I was thinking in my head, like, Mario and Pikachu do, like, a fusion dance and, like, just fuse together. Like, it's not like they don't take control of each other. It was like they completely become one, and I was like, I don't understand. <laughs> Pikachu, if you will. Oh, my God. <laughs> or Picario. Picario? 
Pario? Huh. Well, yeah, I, don't, I don't like this. I don't like where we're going right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. Like, Edward Cullen, uh, Bella, like middle school name combining. Like, you all really exposing yourself right now. Oh, hey, what's poppin' my dudes? Welcome, loser tag. And thick suck. Thank you so much for those biddies. We appreciate it. Keeping the lights on at Brownie Sports Team. So, Vanessa, after we just thought about Mikachu or Pario, what you bring in today? What's your topic? What's your big news story for us? Yeah, so it's going to be a hard pivot from what everyone's kind of talking about because I am doing a hard focus on the game Among Us, which is a game on Steam and mobile. And it's actually, it's a pretty simple game. It's basically just Mafia. Um, and it's, a, it's like a party game, kind of like with, uh, we've seen a lot of rising popularity with party games like Fall Guys and whatnot. And again, it was released in, um, or I guess not again, because I haven't mentioned this yet, but it was released in 2018. And it really, nothing really happened. No one really gave a damn. And the team was kind of like, our marketing sucked. But also, they were updating it continuously more and more so that it got better over time. But basically, what that happened was a huge explosion in popularity with this game with over, um, I want to say, 1.5 concurrent people playing um, this game on Twitch, which is just a really, it's like, actually, I think it's the number one game on Twitch right now, too. I could be wrong. Someone proved me wrong. And I'll go check. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, my diligent workers. And You're right. It is. Yeah, it's literally the number one game, and it's oh, yeah. literally just Mafia. And so I want to explain a little bit more about this game. Um, because, yeah, right? What? <laughs> uh, between four to ten players, and it's like the more the better. And so basically, we as a unit could play this game if we wanted to. Um, and if, ooh, if we wanted to, and <laughs> it's like you have maps to choose from, and like some are like two are like a spaceship, one's like on a planet, and mm -hmm. basically, yeah, like you have an imposter who just like tries to kill everybody, and is like some sort of like like body bending alien kind of dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the crew can win the game if they finish their task or if they figure out who the imposter is um, and kick them off. But if you kick off the wrong people, you also just kill the wrong people. Like, you kill your own crew. And so, yeah. um, again, I cannot emphasize more that this is basically just Mafia. Um, but I think a really good tweet that I found about this game was um, at Starbound with 3Ds. Among Us is just a contest of who is the best pathological liar in the friend group. And I think that's yeah. compelling, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, you know, who, who is that in your friend group? And I think... Um, this is where I wanted to ask, what do you think, what do y'all think? Because I, I know the answer, because I did the research. I did my own <laughs> I taught the lesson, I wrote the book. So um, this is a quiz. This isn't oh, like, no. <laughs> like a feedback. Yeah. First like quiz of the year right here. Um, I am wondering, what do you think shot this game into popularity? And I kind of, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, give away the fact that, that this might be a trick question. But, you know, what do you guys think really brought this game into the stratosphere? Man, that's a good question. Uh, if you guys have thoughts, I'll let you guys go ahead, too. But I, I just from, like, a macro perspective, I'm thinking, like, wow, hey, look, we're all cooped up in our homes, and we got 
very little way of social interaction and this is a very pro-social game in a, a very like um you know kind of twisted way like you said there's a lot of there's a lot of lying that you got to do if you're the imposter um and i think like it, it's been like a good social outlet for people if uh if i were to guess just you know i've been playing with some friends of best as well and uh you know i i got a pretty good win rate but austin uh stinzy for those of you who who know him by his gamer tag uh he has a he has a slightly higher imposter win rate than me so i don't know how to feel about that uh but we're like yeah who is watching the austin struggle tweets account oh Oh, that's that's luis that's luis okay good yeah Um, for those of y'all who don't know uh, there is a there's a twitter account online that's for our friend austin and it's just his saddest tweets uh just a screenshot (laughs) and repost it onto this other twitter account i don't know what this is i need to find this it's It's great that's terrible that's amazing (laughs) wait a minute But yeah, I, I think it's a really pro-social game, and this is a time where you want like a lot of pro-social activities. Yeah. Yeah, and just to add a quick thing before I ask Kenny what he thinks, um, I you know I myself <laughs> I myself play the game. <laughs> Imagine if I did it, that'd be weird. But basically, I only played myself as the imposter on free play, so I like trained myself to become really good at that role and not any other role. So maybe that's what Austin <laughs> is doing. You never know. Um, <laughs> I think he, last we checked, he was on like a 20, uh, 20 game streak of not being the imposter. I'm like on a 10 game streak as well. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a hot second for him. Cool. Yeah. Other people's thoughts. Uh, so I, I heard about the game on YouTube. Like it just appeared in my recommended, like, I forgot what YouTuber posted about it, so I just watched their video. I was like, oh, that was kind of fun. And then I went to Twitch, and I saw, like, one person I follow on Twitch, like, he was streaming it, and I was like, oh, I, I guess I'll watch it. And then from there, it just started to blow up more, and I don't quite know, like, how it got big. Like, maybe it was, like, YouTube and Twitch, and, like, people, like, started to play it. But then again, I don't know how, like, those, like, how those YouTubers and streamers, like, found the game and were like, oh, let's start playing this. Like, maybe, like, it could be, like, a business thing again, which I don't know. I don't know anything about money. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I know, like, it's free on phone. And, like, I think, is it, like, $5 on PC? Am I wrong? Yes. Like, it's, like, yeah. three ninety nine on other um, areas, but basically $5. Yeah. So. so, maybe, like, because it's kind of affordable compared to most games, that, like, might be, like, people might want to actually play it more. But... That's like the only reasons as to why I think people may want to play it. Like I just downloaded the app like three days ago and I need to like find more people to play with, but I'll probably start playing with some of the best people because it, it is fun and I like watching it. So it seems like a lot of fun to do. So yeah. So basically we're going to be playing this game. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's 100% what I'm hearing. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> uh, y'all want to uh, stream Monday, 6 p.m. Uh, on uh, twitch.tv slash Lishpage and do a cool Among Us stream? Oh, yeah. Sure. Absolutely. 100%. Great. Excellent. I was about to say, and I'm the imposter, but then that would literally be the, um, <laughs> the game. And I, I think my. I want to I wanna be mindful of time. I, Morgan, do you want to just like say really quickly what you think it is before I do like a grand reveal of, of my. My research. I, I, my might be about, I might be about to dunk on y'all. Anything oh, could be wrong, but 
I bet you anything it was it's included in the itch.io racial justice bundle that was released a while back. And it was it was literally five bucks for over like a thousand games. And Among Us was in there and like everyone bought it. Was that. it? Yeah. I wasted five dollars that I had that bundle. Damn hey, it. I, I have that bundle right now. Hold up. Yeah, then you have a bundle since in there. It's Wait in the bundle. <laughs> Shit! Sam, you fool. I've been playing the long game this whole time. I knew this would happen. You guys got bamboozled. Well, all I right. wanna just I wanna wrap it up and just say all of you are right. And actually Morgan hit me with something that I did not know. Um, but basically, I am the history teacher again, who's hitting you with the all of the above answer, um, which is our least favorite answer on history quizzes. But basically, <laughs> um, the fact that it's so cheap, the fact that it's so fun to play on Twitch, it has a very high like, streamability factor to it. Um, we've got a lot of famous names who are playing that. I would list the names, but I, really, I, I frankly didn't care enough to write down all the names of famous people who played. But a lot of famous <laughs> people played. And on one article I was reading, it says this. But where did this game popularity with content creators begin? Not on Twitch, not in America, and not in 2020. It was found by someone in Korea, says one of the developers, that helped us get popularity there. And then sometime in the middle of 2019, a YouTuber in Brazil played it, and their fan base picked it up, and it's kind of been slowly growing from there. And then it says it went to third fields in places like Mexico, um, and, and just kept growing from there. And so you almost have this like other theory where they're just saying like random, people just got their entire fan base like hooked on the game and then it would just kind of like migrate to another kind of area of, um, of playtime and so everyone's right um but i'm the most right of course I'm, there's also like that's, there that's a win that, in my book <laughs> there was that gary's mod game mode too right like uh, what was it trouble in terrorist town that one that Kind of problematic. We can talk about that more. <laughs> but like, it was the same concept. There was like two people with a hidden identity, and they were trying to kill everybody else. Like, and it's just like you were saying, Vanessa. It's mafia. Yeah. It's the mafia. Wait, wait, wait. I think I I actually have one more theory to put out there. All right. Oh, so okay. recently, recently, popular internet mafia game Town of Salem went from free to oh. paid. People oh. are looking for a substitute. Among Us is right there. How much? How yeah? How much is a ton of sale? Five dollars. I have no idea, but I'm gonna look it up right now, and it'll prove my point for me. Uh, <laughs> Everyone watch Sam Google things. Oh boy! God, oh god, it's taking so long to load. Oh, it's it's also five dollars on Steam. All right, we don't gotta talk about it then. No, never mind. Well, it's free on mobile. It's free on mobile. Among Us is free on mobile. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh god. Uh. Okay, so, in streamer gamer news, my purview, my domain, welcome to the streamer zone, uh, Ninja, our favorite, everyone's favorite, America's favorite streamer, is back on Twitch with a new deal for an undisclosed amount of money to keep him streaming exclusively on Twitch now, after his long roam out in the streamosphere. That's it. Like, I mean, he's back. After <laughs> that's it. Yes, the topic. That's the whole story. Um, he made a lot of money. He went to Mixer. Uh, his vile anti-Midas touch corrupted and killed that platform. Rest in peace, Mixer. Or Microsoft. Bill Gates. One of the two. Uh, he moved to YouTube. He just got bored. He's back on Twitch. Wowie. 
Yeah. What I, was all that business about him saying he was entering Hollywood then? Is he like, still doing what? that? Did he actually say that? Like, what? Yeah. He was saying like, yeah, I want to, I want to do Hollywood things. I want to, I want to act. I want to produce. He wants that. Okay. He well, appeared in like one commercial. Like that's not, that's not Hollywood. Yet. <laughs> Yo, we Hollywood now. <laughs> Hollywood now. <laughs> we've, all, we've all been in one commercial. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what commercials have y'all been in? I, I've been <laughs> on a lot. I, I feel like if I think hard enough, I've been on TV somewhere. And I could say, like, yeah, I can go to Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I was I was interviewed for a coding camp I went to in uh, middle school or something. <laughs> for Yeah. So I have been on TV. Powerful. Vanessa's saving theirs. They've got, like, one really impressive one. They're about to bust on us. <laughs> what is it? Oh, no. Sons, I've never been. I've never been on TV. Oh no, yeah. That I was just, I was just like lying through my teeth. Wow. <laughs> and this is how we know you're a good imposter. You've really proved your credentials. You're I believed you. I was like, oh, Vanessa's been on like every TV show ever. Exactly. <laughs> oh god. But like, okay, so it's wild because a lot of streamers are signing exclusivity deals now. And they're being treated just as, like, celebrities, which, of course, they are. Like, Ninja's, like, streaming now. He's got, like, a, a billion, billion viewers. But, like, these people are being just completely commodified and used for their their star power. And that's kind of wild that that's happening in our weird, like, mm -hmm. Twitch society. Bye, Vanessa. There they go. They're gone. Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's just like in school when your teacher would yell at you for getting up uh, and getting a drink of water. Remember that? Remember not being able to go to the bathroom without asking? Nah, I was one of those kids that had a refillable water bottle with him everywhere he went. Oh, ahead yeah. of the curve. What? My school wouldn't let me have water wouldn't bottles on their desk. Huh? Wouldn't that mean you pee more? <laughs> like, you have to go to the bathroom more? Wait, are we talking about two different things? Yeah, We're we are talking don't. about having uh, water. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about water. That's all I was talking about. I was talking about Vanessa's thing. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, Morgan was like, remember when you had to ask to go to the bathroom? And then Sam, right after, goes, oh, well, I had a refillable water bottle. So I, I, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, my first okay, thought I, was also that you I pissed in the, the water bottle. I'm not Right, gonna, right, I, obviously. I, That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just didn't hear the whole question before I started answering, so that's my own damn fault. Um, but yeah, I think the manners of monetization for different content creators are, are shifting in like noticeable but kind of weird ways. So there's the exclusivity deals that Morgan was talking about. Like on YouTube, now there's like these membership things, which is basically subscribing on Twitch, but for YouTube. Uh, so you, you pay a certain amount to be considered a member of the channel and then you get access to like a different chat, a different, maybe a different discord, things like that. Um, the thing with content creation is that it's on the one hand, it is a viable career path. On the other hand, it's a career path that's so beholden to the whims of the populace. And like we saw that with Ninja where, you know, his donations and his viewership would go down significantly when he was like not playing Fortnite uh, prior to his move to Mixer. And like Fortnite was his bread and butter, really. Um, so I think content creators are naturally gonna wanna gravitate towards more stable, more ways to sort of diversify their income sources and make it like more stable. And whether that is through exclusivity deals with like different streaming platforms, uh, which 
is basically what like the partnership program was initially supposed to be and then like it's not it's just not enough for those purposes like or it ends up becoming like through uh branching like everybody has a merch line of some sort if you're in content creation and in any in any significant and meaningful way it's like everyone has some sort of merch line everyone has some sort of uh partnership with like this product that product whatever it is so hey we got any yeah. merch left we had some merch at one point we got any merch left? we did Merch. We had some. We had looked like those hoodies and stuff. We did have the hoodies. I don't know what happened to those. Are they? Are hey. they still going? No, I thought we just had normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're done. I, I think they're done. I still am advocating for the brown esports pop top. Like, where that at? Damn. So, yeah. I mean, we could do that. We could. That's kind of like we could um, do a grassroots. Me just being a baddie. We could all be baddies. You know what I mean? <laughs> The, all right, we're. I'll I'll so, leave it to you, baddies, to to take care of that. No, stuff. we got you. But like, so this year we're going pretty hard on esports stuff. Uh, at the top of the show, we're gonna be doing a lot more. There we this go. Was, this is the merch. Yeah. You see? Yeah. We had merch. There we go. The are we still, are the we still hoodie, selling yeah. this? I don't think. I think so. it was a limited time thing. Yeah. It was a limited yeah. time thing. We hey. gotta bring it back. Yo, chat. Tweet at Brownie. Georgia and chat saying, Vanessa, let's make the best crop top. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, um, but I like, think... we're getting so deep into esports this semester. We are an esports team, but like, we're going way harder than we've ever gone. Let's just make our uniforms crop tops. Oh God! Uniforms? Oh man! <laughs> we should. <laughs> <laughs> should we get uniforms? Anybody like, anybody can rock the crop top. Anybody? Like, you don't think you can? Like, wrong. I can style you. I will make it happen. It Yo, does not matter. All right, hang on, hang on. Brief recess. I'll be right back. Hang on. Oh, oh no. How many eyes are oh. there in chat saying, I love Mor Morgan podcasting while wearing a podcast? Oh, he was wearing my brother, my brother, and me uh, shirt right there. TBT to it on Twitter. I literally was like, does anyone have podcast recommendations? And Morgan literally went off and was we like, oh, my God. Oh, oh that is wow. wow. We have people wow. who can do this. <laughs> Wow, this is so much. Respect to you, Morgan. I that's, that's not the for uniform. me. Not with that's my body type. No, I love the That's a terrible idea. <laughs> you see, I come up here. I'm just wearing a normal shirt. But I come back here. I'm a cool podcaster now. I get respect. Oh my god. <laughs> well, Chad is Chad is very happy about this Morgan. That, that's blowing up, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I was wearing a Big Bam t-shirt before. I I realized it right before we came on the podcast that I was wearing another podcast's merch, and I felt kind of guilty because, like, we got we to gotta rep the, the best pod. You know what I'm saying? Because we are the best podcast. Crop tops, OMG, wrong, much wrong, says Bevins5300. Hey, don't harsh my buzz. I'm loving this. I'm loving oh, God, large onion. I did wear a BDG Gamer shirt um, that... So the whole point of the shirt is that it says, uh, I love eating ass in the center if you wear a blazer over it. Otherwise, it's just like a normal gamer shirt. And so I wore it to class yesterday because if you don't have the, the, the blazer on, it just looks like a normal t-shirt. But then I was like leaning over like this while I was in class and kind of covering the important words that were... <laughs> so like my poor like Czech animations professor definitely saw me wearing a shirt that says I love eating ass. And that's a problem for me to deal with. I, I might drop the class. I'm not gonna lie. Just a, that's just a power move over your professor. That's what shopping right period is for, Morgan. That's what shopping period is for. 
So true. So you got to establish dominance in the space whenever you go in there. You got to, like, take on the strongest one in the yard, as they all say. Definitely. We dropped Ninja pretty fast from college. Yeah, I know. Dropped Ninja harder than the Microsoft Mixer, baby. Oh, my goodness. There wasn't a lot of meat on the Ninja bone. All right, here. I I, I had an alternative thing that we could do very quickly. So... There is um, an ad uh, that I don't think we could show on the podcast because I'm not sure how copyright works. Um, so I'm just going to give you all a play-by-play. I'm going to watch the ad. And Wait then I'm going to describe it to you. <laughs> I know what you're already talking about. And I'm going to like, all right. So it opens up with a line of people and it says, as gamers, oh you my are God. smarter, oh, sharper, no. <laughs> and just generally better humans. Now the world needs you here at the peak humanity procreation facility. It shows like a little, we have a globe shot and then we have like uh, someone giving, donating their superior DNA to ensure a better future for mankind. I'm donating, several gamers flash across the screen. I'm donating, uh, I'm, I, the world needs my eggs, says a gamer. I have powerful swim swims, says another. A couple <laughs> taps on him and selects him for uh, a good gamer baby and they, a man says, he's making us a perfecto gamer baby. And then the commercial ends. And this is for a specific brand of computers. Uh, that is apparently for, not really, it's definitely a bit. But are forming a gamer breeding program, which I'm not on board with. I don't think we need more gamers to be bred. I don't know about y'all. I... I have no words, Morgan. I forgot that you brought this up before, and I'm very upset right now. You see, my, my co-host thought it was a bit that I wasn't going to talk about this commercial. <laughs> but it, I've been thinking about it constantly since I saw it. it it's from well, Omen, technically, right? Technically, this is America. So that, that just means you can do whatever you want. So I am a changed person since the first time I heard... I have powerful swim swims, and that's all I have to say. It's the gamer gene. Uh, the gamer gene. And all the babies, instead of formula, they have to have game fuel. <laughs> oh my god, you feed them game fuel from birth, make them strong, get that caffeine in their veins. <laughs> in vitro, but it's just, instead, instead of actual vials, it's some gamer fuel. <laughs> Uh, you shake it and then you put the baby in there because if you do oh it the other god. way, it just doesn't work. <laughs> oh my god. If you go to Omen Transcend Humanity, you get one sentence under procreation and it's just humans that have transcended humanity from gaming are strongly encouraged to donate their superior DNA for what the is future this? of mankind. <laughs> what is this? This is on their official website. Yeah. Gaster Tool Soul, it's been a while since I've been here. Hello, Morgan and Vanessa and two newbies. What's up, Gaster Tool Soul? We're talking about gamer eugenics. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it, it is eugenics. Like, this is the exact thing. I understand. Like, I want to be in the marketing room where one guy's like, all right, what we're going to do, we're going to make a eugenics ad. People are going to love it. They're going to say powerful swim swims. You know, the All right, all right. From a... From a Oh, go ahead, Vanessa. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say business majors. We are responsible for this. I already can smell it in the air. There's no Honestly, other group of 
people that would have approved this. How does this get approved? Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm just so confused. No, okay. Honestly, I think this is actually, like, a really good marketing strategy, though. Like, from a serious perspective, I think that gamers are deeply insecure, and they want to validate gamers by saying, we want your swim swims. Wow. Um, we should have stuck, <laughs> <laughs> stuck with Ninja. We should have stuck with Ninja. I actually had something to say about Ninja, and then Morgan's like, swim, swim, swims. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I have to give you at seven, so I have to skedaddle. Is that all right with you, Gamer Boys? Yeah, let's, let's. I don't mean, yeah. Well, Kenny, you want to say your thing? Very, very quickly before Vanessa leaves. Oh, you better, you better hurry up. It was the only thing I wanted to say was Sam was saying like, oh, Ninja's numbers would always drop when he talked about, when he wouldn't play Fortnite. And I remembered, I think one time he played like Melee and everyone in his chat was so confused because they were like, why does the game look so old? And they could like, they didn't understand. Like it was just a completely different game because everyone was just there for Fortnite. And I just want to say, like, yeah, like, people's numbers drop when they play games they don't usually play, especially when their audience is, like, kids who aren't used to old games, like, like Melee or something. You Vanessa is gone enough. and your layout is ruined, Morgan. Layout destroyed. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it was completely I, contingent look, on Vanessa. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I ended that sentence the second she left. So they left. So I'll take it. Yeah. I I'll mean, take it. Do what you gotta do. Um... You can find Vanessa at Queen Wavy with three V's. It's on the screen. Go give him a follow. Uh, my name is Liz Fage. I'll be streaming at 7.30 on my uh, Twitch channel. Also, Liz Fage. Give me a follow there. Hey, I'm Samuel. Uh, my Twitch channel is Best Moon Man. I think we're playing Among Us tonight, and I might stream that. We'll see. It's, it's very contingent on the whims of my friends, and, like, that's never a good thing to go off of. Uh, and yep, my name's Kenny. Uh, my Twitch channel is Kenny Catchem. I'll probably be streaming some more Pokemon Heartgold either Saturday or Sunday. So, uh, yeah. Gash of Two Souls says, I mean, I'd nut in a cup if it gave me 20k. Honestly, uh, I'd nut in a cup if they gave me 20 that bucks. That is the Come end on. of the podcast. <laughs> it's my friend, all of y'all. We're out of here. <laughs> We're out of here. We will see you next Friday at 6pm. Same channel. We love y'all. And, oh, you can find us on any podcatcher if you don't want to watch us here. Uh, that should go up at some point this week, and this will also be on YouTube if you want to catch it there. Yeet. You. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.